take a journey with me into the unseen realm of the paranormal. See it through the eyes of a demonologist. You're listening to the Cajun Demonologist Podcast. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for tuning in to the Cajun Demonologist Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that I think we all could benefit in every aspect of our life. Today, we're going to talk about leadership and how important leadership is not only in life, but also whenever it pertains to the paranormal. I'm talking about demonologists or spiritual warriors in general. Okay, so one thing about being a good leader is what? Being a good listener. Okay, and a natural born leader is not someone who tries to force people into following them. A good leader, their followers want to follow them. Just like in a job, if you have a very good boss and he's good to you, you want to do good for him. The same rule applies here, okay? Now, as a demonologist, you're going to always work with paranormal teams across the country. Now, on the other hand, a paranormal team doesn't always work with a demonologist. But... You're going to get a phone call probably from a paranormal group that took on an investigation and they decided that it's a little bit too much for them to handle. Now, it is very, very important that you establish your leadership from the very beginning. So when you have this phone conversation with this person, okay, you want to talk in a very professional manner. You want to talk so that they have faith and believe that you know exactly what you're saying. All right? And when you've been in this field long enough, you'll know exactly what I'm saying. Look, a lot of these cases, they all had the same trend. Okay? There are certain things that happen in every case that involves a demonic haunting. I mean, it's like anything else. Once you've been through so many, there's these little trademarks, these little trends that you learn to pick up on. So the more information that you can get from the team leader of the paranormal group that you're having the conversation with will give you a better foothold and a better idea of what's actually going on in the home. Okay? So when you're one, you're a good listener. Number two, you talk to them in a very polite but professional manner. He's he's you're you know you're good, he you are going to gain his trust right there and his confidence just by that phone conversation. May have never met you or seen you before in your life, but if you sound like you know what you're talking about, then he's going to trust you. Okay, which establishes you as a leader in his eyes. All right. Now, so now that we established that, now we need to establish what happens when we go to a case and there's a paranormal team there. From the get-go, you have to establish 
that you were a leader with the team. Now, look, you've already talked to the leader. You know, he's got faith in you. He's happy that you're coming. You know, he's, he's feeling good about it. Well, naturally, he's going to tell his members, look, I just talked to this person and I really think this person knows exactly what they're talking about. All right. So subconsciously, he's already set the seed for you. All right. But it's up to you to hit the home run, to bring it home. All right. I call this using the flare. I don't know why I call it that. Actually, it's not even a good name. I just thought about that off the top of my head. But we're just going to say, I call this using the flare. All right. So, all right. So think about this. What makes an individual stand out to others? Okay. What is it? What makes an individual stand out? Let's use this metaphor. All right. Doctors. You don't know them personally, right? But you automatically give them respect and you listen to what they tell you because they're wearing that white robe and they have that PhD, which means he knows more than you do. And you know that when you go to the doctor, even though you may not like what he says, because I never do. Okay. Same rule and concept applies here. So think about this. Whenever you go to a case or a location and you're dealing with a paranormal group, they're all going to look the same. They're going to be wearing black generic shirts with their, their group's logo. All right. Now, on the other hand, you go in there, you know, wearing your slacks. And I do suggest that you dress very professional whenever you go on cases. Okay. Because subconsciously, you are sending a message. If you walk through that door looking like a slob, well, naturally, you, you know, you're not going to, they're not going to have your, you are not going to have their full trust. Okay. It's the best way to put it. Now, on the other hand, you go in there, you got your hair all done, you know, you got your little jewelry on, you got you a nice button up silk shirt with some slacks. You looking good, right? You coming in there with an attitude. You all that in a bag of chiwis. I'm just trying to get it to where people can grasp this. All right. So you stand out from the generics. Get what I'm saying? You look completely different than they do. So subconsciously, you're telling them, I'm in charge here. And it works. Trust me. You see, here's a little secret. And most people don't know this. Let's use actors and actresses in Hollywood. Now, whenever you see pictures of them like on TMZ or whatever, when the pap paparazzi's following them, aggravating them, harassing them, whenever they want to be left alone. But, you know, they all wear like, especially the men like Brad Pitt, they'll wear them hats like from the 30s, the real nice one with maybe a little feather on the side things like that, or they may have like a checkered overcoat on, something that just really says, hey, look at me, all right? There's a reason that they do this, and they teach you this in Hollywood. You want to stand out from the crowd, but there's ways to do it than say, hey, look at me. So let's just say we're going to a picnic, all right? 
family picnic. How do you think everybody's going to dress and how they're going to look? They're, they're going to probably be wearing shorts. Well, especially if you live down here in the South, they're going to be wearing shorts and a t-shirt and probably flip-flops, right? Okay. You go there. You got your polo shirt on. You dress in real nice. Your hair is all done. You got a good shave. All right. No, I'm not talking about you ladies. You shouldn't have hair on your face. Okay. All right. So, yeah. All right. So, you are all nice. You present it. You look good. So, what is this saying to people? This guy takes care of himself. You know, if he takes that good care of himself, just go to a picnic. I bet you he is the type of person that tries to be a perfectionist in everything he does in life. That is exactly what you are thinking subconsciously. And it works. I see it work all the time. Now, look, I'm not going to lie to you. You've seen some of my videos that I've done for this very course. I look like crap half the time, okay? That's because I don't have time to breathe. I got so much stuff going on. But when you see me on TV or something, I dress nice. I present myself well. Because, see, I switched that demonologist switch on. See, here's a little secret. There's two Jeremys, okay? Well, actually, there's only one Jeremy. Let, let's, hold on. Let's just cut that. Let's, let's go from here. So there's Jeremy, and then there's the Cajun demonologist. It's a switch that I could turn on and off, all right? Everyday life, I'm Jeremy. I'm nobody. I have fun. I go out to a case or something, I become the Cajun demonologist. And trust me when I tell you, the Cajun demonologist has complete control at all times. Okay? Absolutely. He has full authority. And I'm not talking about just with the living. I'm also talking about the dead. But we'll get into that secret a little later on in the spiritual warfare section of this course. All right? So, you have to learn to train yourself. It's a mindset. It's just like anything else. Just like we was talking about how to protect yourself. You visualize what you want to happen. All right? You imagine it. Because when you do, it becomes more real to you. And two, what did we say about our thoughts? Our thoughts, what? Create the world in the way we perceive it, right? We create the world that we live in by our thoughts. And this is a proven scientific method. And you would know this by now if you watched the video that I had on one of the module ones, which was the secret. It's all about the law of attraction. So if you see yourself as a leader, you say, you know what? I am a leader. Bam, it's cemented in my mind. So from that point on, I'm living my life as if I am a, a leader. That's what you do. So you're going to manifest that simple thought of being a leader into the physical world. You're going to have the right actions at the right time with the right people. They're going to see you. They're going to have faith in you. You've done one over the generic paranormal team. The leader, he's in awe because this guy or girl knows exactly what she's talking about. We are going to listen to her. So at this point, when you gain their trust, they're not going to give you any more suggestions. You know, well, maybe think about it this way or that way. Once you've won them over, they're going to listen to anything you tell them. But it's your job not to lead them astray. 
It is your job to know exactly what you're talking about. You don't just talk a good game. You have to play a good game. All right? This is very important. And this is where knowledge comes in. And knowledge is what? It's a demonologist's life work. That is exactly what you are. You are a theologian. You study. You study the folklores. You study the myths. You study the different cultures such as the Sumerians, the Egyptians, you know, so on and so forth. You study all of this theology. Because I'm going to tell you this, even whenever it comes to folklore, whenever you study this stuff enough and you study demonology and demons and how they operate and what they do, all this stuff gets connected. So in the very beginning, when you first learn demonology, you're going to be like, oh my God, you're going to feel like an ant in a universe. All right. But once you get it, once you understand it, you're going to be like, well, crap, I'm a big fish in a little pond now, boy. I know exactly where this is going. Now, that's not being conceited. That's having confidence. That's what we want. You've got to have confidence. That's what it's about. All right? Now, if it's in your heart, and this is something you truly want to do, I don't know why you would want to do it, but if it's something you want to do, it's all about helping others, right? Because... Look, I will tell you, and and this is one thing that still gets me to this day. You meet a client. They do not think that there is anyone in this world that can help them. But here you come strolling through that door. And they have just a little bit of hope. They don't truly believe at that moment. But they have a little bit of hope. As time progresses, you figure out exactly what's going on. And you figure out how to get rid of it, how to break that right that it has to be there in the first place. Well, now this client has a little bit more hope. I mean, they're thinking about being free of this now when they thought that there was no one or nothing that can help them. And you help them. You changed their life. Do you know? Can you fathom how grateful these people are that you saved their life? Because you did. If it wouldn't be for you, no telling where they would be right now. But me, I believe that when you come into someone's life like that, that's going through that, and they don't think there's hope, Now, this paranormal team calls you. Out of all the people in the world, they called you. I don't say that's coincidence. I say it's a higher divine power that sent them to you. You know, as you always hear me say, there's always something good that comes out of a bad situation. I'm sure you've heard me say this before. Here's a perfect example. Think about what these people are going through in their life. Hopelessness. Shame. They're ashamed because this is happening to them. Why? They don't want nobody else to know because people's going to ridicule them. 
They have all of these emotions, all of these doubts. They're basically just about to give up because there's, where are you going to go? Who are you going to call, right? Kind of like the Ghostbusters song, who are you going to call? And then all of a sudden, by chance, they contact you. And you were able to help this person. There is no better gratification than to have somebody send you a message like that. That is what's going to give you the drive to continue on this battle. Because it's going to be hard. You're going to see stuff that a human being is not supposed to see. You are going to experience stuff that will leave a grown man terrified in a corner crying. All right? If you stay in this field long enough, at some point, you're going to witness this firsthand. But being able to set someone else free, and you didn't do it for your own selfish reasons, you done it for them, all right? There's no better gratification. So, let's be leaders in this field. We don't have to bicker back and forth and fight and argue who's better than who. Because I'm going to tell you what, a true demonologist, he doesn't care what anybody else says about him. He knows what he's capable of. He knows his knowledge because he spent many, 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 many hours studying it. So he don't need somebody else to tell him or her whether she's good or not. He knows 100%. And that's called believing in yourself, having faith in yourself. Because you can do it. You can do it just as I've done it. I'm no special than anybody else. I just have a... You know, the only, the only thing that I think I have that stands out more than anybody else? Demonology is a very complicated subject. And there's a lot of complicated words <laughs> that goes into it. I just have a unique way of simplifying it so that people can understand. And once you understand, once you grasp what it's all about, then you can go out on your own and further that knowledge because you know what you're looking for. You know what to do. And not only that, if you ever need help, that's what we're here for. As spiritual warriors, we don't need to argue back and forth on who's better than the other one. We need to be there for one another. That is the very core of being what? A good leader. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, I'm Jeremy Leonard the one and only Cajun Demonologist.